Warning. This show may be unsuitable for young fillies, colts, and foals due to strong language prevalent in literally every episode, and some mild sexual innuendo. We will also touch on themes of racial relations, political climate, and other sensitive subjects, but we will let you know when those things come up. Pony, welcome to Equestria Gaze, a My Little Pony rewatch podcast. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at Equestria Gaze. I'm Anya, my pronouns are they, them, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Anya. I'm joined today by my partner in life, love, and rolling dice, August. Hi, I'm August. I use they, them pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at Harpydora. So each week, we'll saddle in to rewatch an episode of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, to break apart what exactly this show is trying to say. The good, the bad, and the downright problematic. We figured it's 2020 and everything is happening so much, so why not watch some cartoons? Me, personally, uh, I'd not seen My Little Pony until this year, so it was just a whole new experience for me. Um, yeah, I liked horses when I grew up, you know the deal. <laughs> And because I spent a long time working on these puns, I will read this word for word. <laughs> I shit on this intro every <laughs> time. I mean, it's your podcast, babe. You do you. Get fucked, intro. I, I worked really hard on this. I workshopped this for weeks. So I got into Friendship is Magic when it first came out, witnessed the genesis of the Brony fandom, and eventually fell off the card around season four, which is to say this ain't my first rodeo. So this week we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 8, Look Before You Sleep. The episode opens with Ponyville residents clearing branches off trees because the Pegasus ponies have scheduled a big storm. Rarity is being kind of fussy about it and Applejack is being a little bit of a jerk about it when the rain starts. So Rarity and Applejack are seemingly stranded when Twilight invites the pair into her house so they can take shelter. Since the storm is scheduled to last a while, Twilight suggests that Rarity and Applejack join her for her first ever sleepover. Grudgingly, they agree to set aside their differences and try to make Twilight's sleepover a success. However, as the night wears on, their bickering grows worse and worse until Twilight confronts them about ruining her sleepover experience. Just then, the storm damages a tree that Applejack lassos to keep from falling on a building, but she accidentally pulls it through Twilight's window. Rarity refuses to help until Applejack apologizes, and they set aside their differences to fix things. Once Applejack and Rarity have made up, the three ponies are able to finally have a good time together and enjoy the sleepover. Woo! So, August. Yes, Anya. 
we begin this rodeo with uh, our message to Phillies, Colts, and Foles. We sure do. So what I took away from this, uh, what it was trying to say overtly, is that just because someone has different traits that you don't value does not make them negative. And situations can have more than one solution. And to see that, you need a wide skill set. And the message I identified for Phillies, Colts, and Foles was that uh, sometimes you have to put aside your differences to have fun and or get a job done. Boom. Yeah, what? And that's it. Get wrecked, Princess Celestia. That's the episode. Yep. <laughs> get wrecked, Princess Celestia. <laughs> I yep. pr- proportion, pr- pr- I want that to be the title. <laughs> You can't call the title this early in. Like, we might say something even more ridiculous later. Nah, we've done it. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. Podcast over? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. I was looking at bullet point three, and I already know who wrote it, because it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, you said that when we were writing the notes, too. You said that you were you were sure that I was writing that, and <gasps> you looked down, and I was. Uh, okay, so spoiler alert for the audience at home. It's been a long time since we watched these episodes. And I, yeah, I'm glad we have the episode summary. Yeah, you've been graduating grad school. We've also had a dog. Mostly I've been writing a paper and we've been parenting a puppy. All right, so with that out of the way, we now transition into... <laughs> The uh, bridled meaning. Your regularly scheduled programming. Yes, the regu- regularly scheduled programming of us kind of talking about the things left unsaid, subtext, you know, all of the little nitpicky things. So. I think most of these points are usually yours. Um... Yeah, that's the Yeah, that's the problem with us having written these notes a while ago we should color code them next time maybe maybe i'll do that the next time we we do this so but uh, like also i tend to just not write that many notes and then i just build off of what you have to say (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean that's fine but it also i'm gonna color code them next time no that's fair i think i can Um, remember what i said and it's not this first one yeah I mean, obviously, bullet point three was me, but... And I think um, two was you, too. <laughs> well, two was both of us, because we both wrote oh, basically the, the same thing. Oh, that's the Okay. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, my very first uh, bullet point is that Rarity's middle name must be extra, because of all of the effort that she's putting into turning the branches into a fancy little topiary. It's very cute. It's a very good way to display what they're talking about about her character in this whole episode and it's a great way to start things off it really sets the tone well it's i thought they were cute they are cute like it's completely the wrong thing to be doing at that particular point in time with what they're trying to accomplish but yeah the topiary's cute (laughs) fucking mood frankly uh (laughs) hello procrastination Sorry. Why are you sorry? Because I helped with procrastination. It's fine. I'm graduating and it'll all be over. Um, it can't hurt me anymore. It being grad school. Yep. Yeah, personally, I just thought it was a cute touch. Like, 
I guess it is not at all what needed to be done at the moment, but I thought Applejack was really hard on Rarity when she was doing a cute thing. Hey, I'm the one who wrote the summary and I said Applejack was being a jerk about it, so I agree with you. That's fair. And like, without knowing the context of what the hell was going on, it looked like Applejack was coming across much more rudely in the beginning, but once the context existed, it made more sense as to why she was frustrated, so that certainly helped. Mm-hmm. Which kind of brings us to our next point that, like, the whole reason they're doing this is because the Pegasus ponies have scheduled a giant storm, which is an interesting world building element. And, like, we've kind of touched on the fact that the ponies control the world to a certain extent, but, like, down to, like, they have scheduled a storm on this day. <laughs> yeah, it's... Really interesting. I know that they go some places with this later on, but it's it is also just kind of a big thing to just fucking drop in the audience's lap right here, though. Just like, oh, they completely own all of the weather. Like, it's not just, oh, could you clear the sky? It's they have to schedule everything, which seems tedious, like. I don't know, there's some days where I wake up and I don't want to do the things I need to do, and then I don't do those things. Uh, and if that thing was controlling the weather, I feel like that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. Y yeah. Yeah. There's no good way to transition into your no, next point. There is no, <laughs> no way to transition into my next point because of, like... Okay, so we were watching the, the episode and we were sitting next to each other while we were taking notes. And as this moment happened where Rarity and Applejack started bickering, um, I wrote something down and Anya literally scrolled down in the notes document and was like, yeah, I knew you were writing that. Hmm. And it was me, now kiss. Um, <laughs> because of who I am as a person, I think Applejack and Rarity... Like, despite their differences and maybe because of them are a very cute couple and their character growth this episode is really good and I just think it would be cute. That's it. I mean, more and more over time I can see it. I'll give you that. <laughs> Take that, Applejack, uh, Rainbow Dash shippers. I don't actually. I don't know much about the politics of ponies. I mean, I, I don't remember what the main ships were anymore. Spelled M-A-N-E. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I just know that ultimately, like, Applejack and Rarity should kiss, and that's all I need to know. Mm. Oh, also Twilight Sparkle and Sunset Shimmer need to kiss, but we haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I have not met those. Well, I've not met one of those characters. Yeah, no, Twilight and Sunset Shimmer are totally... They they need to be together. They need to, to get married and just live happily ever after. Sunset Shimmer deserves the world. Anyway, We'll sorry. get there one of these days. Yes. Uh, the next point is also yours. Yeah. So, um, Twilight not having friends growing up to have a slumber party with is a mood. I don't think that... Shoot, I, I wasn't really until, like my teens when i found a friend group where i could do like slumber parties with them it was bad i mean i did them a lot more in my youth than in my teens for sure but 
also like I never did all the things that like her handbook said you're supposed to do at slumber parties like it wasn't like let's do mud masks and tell scary stories it was just like let's watch a movie yeah and yeah (laughs) well there was one notable time that i was on a school field trip overnight where a bunch of us played truth or dare and somebody dared me to say the most bad word that i knew and so i just said fuck and everybody lost their shit because at that point in my life nobody expected me to know the word fuck (laughs) what were they expecting you to say just like poopy pants i don't know i mean this was like fifth grade so okay i was thinking like high school and was like huh no this was this was an overnight field trip to some sort of like raptor center outside of gatlinburg so oh they fed you to the raptors didn't they i mean obviously they (laughs) fed me to the raptors and that's why i'm here right now talking to you about ponies i'm dating a ghost (laughs) Uh, get on my level everyone else um yeah Ghost Who Ships Rarajack. Rarajack. Man, the ship names are always fascinating to me. Man, don't even go into the Yu-Gi-Oh fandom ever. I mean, I watched it as a kid and that's about as far as I got. I'm just saying the ship names are bananas. They make no sense. I don't even think I was old enough to recognize romance as an option when I watched Yu-Gi-Oh. So I have no feelings about it. (laughs) What? You can't do this to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to say that, like, you're old. What I was trying to say is I got interested in people in a very late age. That's that's completely fair. <laughs> sorry. The idea of shipping in a TV show had not yet occurred to me. I- I've just been shipper trash for most of my entire life, so it's fine. That's fair. Uh... Anyway, we were talking about sleepovers. I believe you had something to say about a sleepover. (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) I already (laughs) said it. Uh, I mean, I think you wrote the next one, too. So I didn't know if you were trying to transition to the next point or not, but I didn't write that. Oh, the next point uh, that we have is uh, Twilight treating the slumber party like a board meeting is very indicative of her character with the note, bless her sweet little heart. The main reason I thought you wrote that was because you're the one who usually uh, points out when Twilight is doing something that's like kind of like really uh, focused or uh, really intent on being super organized. I mean, maybe I did. I don't know. It's been so long. No, it's fine. It is really cute, though. Like, it is a good character moment. Um, and it, I like how it shows that Twilight doesn't have much experience with things that aren't books. Or God. <laughs> I mean, the fact that she uses a book for her sleepover says a lot, probably. Yeah. The fact that I want to default to bless her heart makes me feel like I did write it. Um <laughs> I actually remember uh, when this first came out, uh, somebody I was friends with at the time pointed out that, like, that is also an incredibly trans girl mood, uh, because at the time she was, like, just starting her transition, and so she was, like, wanting to go and do all of the, like, teen and preteen 
bullshit that she didn't get to do growing up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, having to have a book to tell her how to run uh, a slumber party was, like, very relatable to my then friend. So I just I guess I live in a world with the Internet. So, like, <laughs> my brain is like Twilight. Just Google, like, fun party games. <laughs> you know what Googling fun party games would be like, though, right? She would be, like, sending messages back and forth at high speed through Spike. That would be uncomfortable, and I'm glad it didn't happen, actually. <laughs> yeah, because Spike's basically email. I don't like it. You don't have to like it for it to be true. Poor buddy. I know. <laughs> it just seems uncomfortable. Yeah. So I definitely wrote the next point, which is watching Applejack try to try and fail to use the hose outside to wash off her hooves. How the fuck do Earth Ponies even do things? And I know it's really just a matter of, like, the show is making a gag because it's a it's a cute visual joke to watch Applejack struggle with this. But at the same time, it's also just like, how do Earth Ponies? How? And like in most other fantasy settings, like, let's just take a traditional, like, tabletop system where there are different races, things are usually, like situated to accommodate the different races in the world so like you know if you have a tail your pants have a way to fit even though you have a tail so like the fact that there's just no modification and she has to just fucking figure it out yeah oh okay so like i feel like there's going to come an episode where we're going to have to reckon with like the ableism inherent in the Earth Pony, Pegasus Pony, Unicorn Trifecta, and, like, Stratification. That episode isn't today, but I suspect strongly when we get to um, the episode where Rarity gets gets wings, we're going to have to talk about that. But yeah, this this really just... That and the founding episode, too. Yeah, but we'll get to that episode first before the founding one. True. Also, like... Applejack works on a goddamn farm. You're not about to tell yeah. me she doesn't know how to use a hose. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's one of those things that it, it makes a cute sight gag, but, like, when you look at it in, like, the context of, like, how does this world work, it's just very confusing and also indicative of, like, some ableism in some ways. But, anyway. We'll get there. <laughs> also... Applejack running away from a makeover is also a fucking mood. See, uh, you put that, and I think I even told you this, that, like, we're the exact opposite. (laughs) You're just like, don't put that shit on my face. And I'm like, ooh, make me look cool. I'm never going to wear this anywhere other than here. Yeah. Like, might as well see what it's like. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Exact opposite. (laughs) I just, I don't like the feeling of things on my face. I don't, like, when I was younger, I did not understand the point of makeup. I understand the point of makeup now, but I still don't really like the idea of spending a bunch of time and energy on it when I'm not very good at it. But, you know, just running away from a makeover, I completely understand, Applejack. I feel ya. That's fair. In high school, I feel like, middle school and high school, I definitely would have been that pony. Yeah. Just like, no. 
In fact, I was that pony for prom. God, that was a lot. Um, oh, babe. It was so much. Bless their hearts. They were meaning well. Um, <laughs> um, I'm assuming I wrote the next one. No, I think I did. Well, either way, are these ponies even friends? Oh, that one. Sorry, I was reading the one about the dress. I wrote the one about the dress. Uh, yeah, this is a disaster. You're gonna have to cut so much. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, and the answer is maybe. I mean, it's. I appreciate showcasing like the differences in friendship and teaching kids like you have to. No, that doesn't even sound right. Like, you have to accept this person's differences because they're your friend. And like, but they don't have to be your friend. Um, except when you're like destined to be friends. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I think it's one of those things where like part of it's just because they needed to have a certain amount of conflict and they needed the conflict to be incredibly clear for the younger audience but at the same time it's like it just makes applejack and rarity look like they hate each other and not it it's not fun to watch in some ways the argument i'm going to give is that it makes their development over time that much more noticeable when they're like especially coming back to these earlier episodes from the later ones where they're like established as a friend group like, if you come back or if you say, like, watch the episodes out of order because you're catching them on TV, it makes the development in their friendship more noticeable for sure. Because, like, these early episodes, they're still trying to navigate, like, we're friends because we're destined to be friends. Cool. Yeah. So I guess that's the case I can try to make for it, if that works. Yeah. That's what I got. That's fair. Uh, and continuing on, like, the Bless Twilight's little heart, I love that she apparently has, like, just spare prom dresses laying around her house. Like, or costume dresses. Like, Applejack disappeared for two seconds and came back with, like, a full ensemble. Well, to be fair, we do know that Twilight does like to cosplay. That's true. Have we? That episode's not come out yet, has it? That episode hasn't come out yet, but I think that's in season one, and it may, well, it may be season two. Either way, Twilight likes to cosplay. What a mood. You know it, I know it, we all know it. Twilight is a mood, it's fine. Uh, I mean, I guess so. So, given her cosplaying uh, tendencies, I guess she was just working on a on an outfit. <laughs> yep, it's true. Also, like, damn, Applejack, get dressed in two seconds. <laughs> Fucking impressive. I guess if you already start naked, like, you've got a, a hand up on the situation. A hoof up. Oh, my God. Boom. Made a horse reference. A single toe up. Take a shot. <laughs> a single toenail up. Thinks I hate it. <laughs> Blame God. I don't know why you're so obsessed with that fact. <laughs> I don't know either. It makes no sense. <laughs> Help! <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the fact that horses only have one finger and they walk on it. 
Okay, okay. okay. I need to draw you some ridiculous art or something of a horse just walking (laughs) on some fingers. Uh, Just one, though. (laughs) Someone out there, please. I've I've seen art where people have, like, drawn humans in the configurations that other animals' skeletons are to kind of, like, demonstrate the similarities and differences between the the joints and postures and stuff. And somebody has indeed drawn uh, a human like standing on a single toe and a single finger to demonstrate the way that horse anatomy works. Thank you, the internet. And I do think about that picture a lot, actually. (laughs) That might be why I think about this fact so much. May I never see this picture? (laughs) Because I love you, I will try to make sure you don't. Aww. Romance. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm just impressed with how quickly Applejack gets dressed because, like, it takes me for fucking ever to get out of bed and dressed in the morning. And she's just like, boom, I'm a princess now. Yeah. Anyway, going off of things just conveniently being in places, Twilight got so excited about this sleepover that at some point she moved a whole ass extra full size bed into her room. Mm-hmm. Where it was before this, who knows? But it's here now. Yeah. How? And Applejack continues to be a fucking whole ass mood when it comes to like sleeping and the amount of blankets she needs and not wanting the bed made to be super neat and immaculate. But then when you get in it at night, it's so rewarding. I love you, babe. It's like you're destroying something pristine to sleep in its remains. I don't even go to Star Wars, (laughs) but my immediate reaction was just, well, if I wanted to do that, I'd just go get a Tauntaun. I mean, that reference is wide enough that I feel like people who don't go to Star Wars can still make it. Yeah, but I don't go to Star Wars. Why do I care about fucking Tauntauns? Why is that where my brain goes? It's fine. Anyway, our bed is not a tauntaun, but it is really refreshing and nice to pull back the sheets on a made bed and get in at night. (laughs) It feels rewarding. I don't know. I'm the rarity in this relationship, clearly, which checks out, actually. I love you. (laughs) Love you, too. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm I'm going to go on to the next point. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, the fact that uh, AJ says Geronimo when she's jumping into the bed is, again, probably just another instance of invoking something from real life that the audience would have as a touch point to make the characters' actions be more readable to them. But, like, that still has some unfortunate historical implications, especially what we know. Uh, in future episodes involving buffalo herds. Yay! So It's bad. You know. It, <laughs> it's not a good look in the words of one August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... The thing that fascinates me is the fact that, like, stuff like that is so ingrained in our society that, like, you kind of have to teach yourself to recognize it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, like, high school 
even undergrad me wouldn't have noticed most of those things because it's just like a thing you say it has no meaning beyond a thing you say but then like you know it does <laughs> it's weird english is weird and the society we live in is weird yeah i don't even know how because like i i went down a little bit of a wiki rabbit hole on geronimo and i don't understand how his name became synonymous with like with, like here goes yeah I just, I don't get that, and I'm sure it's something hugely racist, but... Yeah. yeah, if you know the story of why that saying exists in the way it does, let us know. Yeah. Because most, like, most troublesome things like that, you can pretty easily Google and find out why they are the saying they are, and, like, how history shaped it to be, like, oh... People use this when referring to this type of people, and then over time it took on this meaning. But, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways. So, on to something less problematic, but still kind of frustrating, is that when the tree comes falling down, Applejack just like, see, this is why we needed to trim all the branches. How could Rarity have predicted that the entire top third of the tree would come off? Like, clearly Applejack also didn't predict that, or it wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you're making a point that doesn't work. Yeah. Again, it's... Uh, it It's trying to make something easily digestible, but in doing so, just messes it up in some ways. I'm also, like, I didn't write this at the time, but the fact that it, like, doesn't bust the house or the window when it comes into Twilight's bedroom, it just pushes the window open, is uh, convenient, for sure. Extremely. I mean, I guess they could just fix it with magic, but they didn't have to. They just closed the window. Yeah. And so I know that we shit on this show sometimes about like the things that it's teaching young girls but the, the next thing that happens is applejack like apologizes to twilight sparkle and twilight doesn't say it's okay she explicitly says it's not okay because of this 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 and this and it's great to see something showing girls that they don't have to just blindly accept apologies and put up with whatever, even if those apologies are actually genuine. Because, like, Applejack's apology is certainly genuine. She's not a complete shitheel. But right. Twilight is under no obligation to accept that apology, and so she doesn't because it's it's not okay. When doesn't, like, she initially say, like, it's okay, and then she stops herself and is like, no, you know what? It's not okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is important, like, she began with that trained response and then shifted to, like, actually, you know what? No, I am allowed to say how I am feeling in this moment. Yeah, and that's just, that is such a great moment. Like, you know, I know sometimes you and I are kind of afraid that we're, we're like, the heel My Little Pony podcast, <laughs> but, you know, we genuinely, we do like this show a lot, and when it's good, it's doing good stuff like this, and it's really good. Like, I, I really love that twilight got to do that yeah for sure i think ultimately it has good intentions for sure yeah 
Um, and the next one is definitely me because the the next point is aw the gentle face touch. Oh my god! And the last point is definitely also <laughs> Jesus Christ, babe. I'm sorry. There's so much in this episode, huh? Listen, I am but a humble harpy <laughs> with simple needs. Yes, and those needs involve horses, gentle face touching. Oh. <laughs> yep that one <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> thanks babe you're welcome <laughs> anyway there's your shipper content for the week uh except it's not over yet <laughs> but wait there's more <laughs> uh what's way to pay attention twilight because twilight was like completely oblivious to uh rarity and applejack cleaning up the mess and then she looked up and oh. was like oh where did these cute little topiaries come from what does that like did she fucking forget that there was a tree in her bedroom like did I... you get hit on the head are you okay honey i i don't know where you know what was happening it is an interesting um, extension of Rarity's magic, though, because, like, this whole episode is exploring Rarity's magic in a form that we don't usually get to see. Like, we see it as a uh, decorative magic, but using it mm -hmm. specifically to make, like, little figurines and stuff. That's not what I generally associate her with, at least. Yeah, and I'm not sure if we really see this type of usage that often. But it is still a really cute way to apply her skills. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I don't know, we get into magic a lot, so it's easy to fall into, like, Rarity makes dresses. But, like, her magic is not making dresses. Her magic is, like, like she has an eye for... Aesthetics. Yeah, I don't want to say design. That's not what I'm trying to go for. <laughs> yeah, no, she has, she has an eye for aesthetics. Yeah. So that's cool. I don't know. That wasn't something I wrote down either, but something I thought of. I I know you used the next. You wrote the next one though. I did, because Applejack at one point uses y'all to refer to only one other person, and I don't remember who she was saying it to. It was probably Rarity. I mean, there are two options. It's either Rarity or Twilight. But either that's way, fair. I mean, you saw how I do with fifty fifties. Oh, babe. I do bad. Bad luck. Um, but yeah, like, I'm from the South. Uh, do we use y'all to refer to only one other person? Is that a thing? I've heard it before. Not by anybody that I know recently. But yeah, I mean, I have heard it singular before. Hmm. Interesting. I just find language fascinating. So that caught my eye. Not really an important thing, just that's all. Yeah. And yes, the last point was mine. God. It is the end of the shipper content, and it harkens back to my third point above, Now Kiss. Oh my god, that's gotta be the episode title, doesn't it? I mean, maybe. The other one was pretty good, though. Oh, but I kind of like Now Kiss. Okay. <laughs> well, either way, that brings us to our main event. Nay. Oh, we need like a <laughs> horse whinny noise. Like. <laughs> I'll see if I can get the horse whinny Zach used in the theme. 
Yeah, can we get that as its own file? He probably got it off of, like, a free music thing, I would assume. Anyway. My main event from this episode is the compromise at the end, where Applejack is, like, the only one not wearing hair rollers, um, and, like, they've all kind of met in the middle to have an experience that they all want to have. It wasn't really, like, it was just a subtle thing in this show, but it was really nice. I liked that touch. And continuing with the theme of me choosing really goofy shit for my main event, uh, the image of Rarity shivering after going in the rain on the dare and Applejack in the frilly dress. Like, those, those are, like, my two main events. Those were both delightful visual gags. I mean, ultimately, this episode wasn't too heavy. So, like, I feel like it's reasonable to have silly takeaways because there it wasn't like a plot thing. It was more of like a character development thing. Yeah. Which is good to have in a show with six main characters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you want to read our horse fact? Yeah. We're going to end each week with a horse fact. This is a random piece of horse trivia that we found online that may or may not be true, but we're assuming it's true. The internet would never lie, of course. This week's horse fact comes from uh, Kits in a Box on Twitter and is, if you see a horse with a red ribbon or bow in its tail, avoid walking behind it. It's a warning that they are prone to spooking and very inclined to kick, which um, I noticed noticed. (laughs) Uh, after uh, Kit gave us this horse fact that uh, Applejack's tail bow is in fact red and she does kick. So I think this was probably um, a really good piece of character design and completely intentional on their part um, and is just it's just a fun fact. That's really cool. Um, Anyway. If you have any fun horse facts you want us to include on the show, send them to us on Twitter at EquestriaGaze and we'll give you a shout out. Until next time, stay cool every pony and remember, black lives matter, trans rights are human rights, and wear your fucking mask. And kiss this dog. Give her a big ol' kiss. Should we talk about horses? Let's talk about horses. I want to talk about horse, baby. We don't want to talk about horses (laughs) with that song, babe. (sighs) I have to remember this episode. Okay.
Hello. What a puppy. <laughs> I what thought you puppy. were going to start the podcast <laughs> like that. <laughs> Welcome to ASMR Equestria Case. Or I don't even know what an abbreviation for that would be. Hello, everypony. Welcome to Equestria Case, a My Little Pony ASMR podcast. You can follow this podcast on Twitter <laughs> at Equestria Gaze. <laughs> Uh, we've we've got to talk about these horses babe we've got to do this true i want to play the sims tonight okay (laughs) thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show please rate us on your podcast platform of choice tell your friends about us or tweet about us using the equestria gaze hashtag we're also a member of standing stones productions a nonprofit podcasting guild Some of our other shows include Follow the Leader and The Room Where It Happened, two TTRPG actual play shows, and The Escaphile Files, a podcast where two of our friends read and talk about the Animorph series. You can find out more about all of our projects at Stones underscore Standing on Twitter. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Anyway, your support means a lot. Thanks again for listening.